Hello, I'm Paul. This week on the Progress for Unity podcast, we will look back at the Fulham game, look back at the Birmingham game, and look forward to the Sheffield Wednesday game. Nice intro pause, very uh, civilised for you. Yeah, Shimmy Barry doesn't really record it because it's backwards, but never mind. Hey, well, he, wants, he always says he's not got the time. Barry, how are you doing? He can't now, can he? <laughs> very well, thank you. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, young Adam? Very good, thank you. Old Adam? Top of the world, how are you, Simon? I'm good, thanks for asking. I was waiting for someone to ask me. Yeah. Excuse me, Adam. I was waiting to say, Kelsey. Oh, flawed, isn't it? Thanks, Vince, thanks. Right, should we jump straight in to our game at Craven Cottage on Friday night under the lights? Um, Not on the Red Bull. <laughs> against Fulham. Um, I was fortunate to see the game. I'm a privileged person. I was down there watching the game. Um, so stats Fulham outdid us 60-40 which I think if you've seen the highlights or anything like that you did pretty much we were ahead after 5 minutes (laughs) 70-30 Fulham outdid us on attempts they outdid us on on shots on target we had zero corners pretty even fouls even yellows we shaded it by one the important one though Fulham Football Club 2 Wigan Athletic nil, an attendance of 18,253, uh, which would have been more because obviously Athletic's in town, but the, um, there's work being done on the side of the dugouts down at Craven Cottage. Um, side of the river. Yeah. So from what people have seen or, or watched and what have you, what's, what's everyone making the game? Um... It was full of away, wasn't it? And, and the we, superstars, Tom Kern is a good player in set win all that. Scored a good goal. Knockout. Mitrovic. Knockout, yeah. Um, we, were, we were hoping to get a point, but uh, our away form shocking again with all that. I think we were good value in that yeah. first half for a point. Yeah. I, th- I think they'll go, do you? Mm. I, th- I think it's to, at the moment, what I've seen, two, two from three. Being full and West Brom and Leeds. Mm. The, the only negative, well, not the only negative, obviously we've lost them, was the fact that we didn't manage any attempts on targets again. We never looked at that scoring. Uh, I was expecting Big Chair to pop up with a couple of. Uh, yeah, straight, nobody like him. Um, so, first half, we matched them. I'll say no, no, at half time. Can't really complain. Second half, Naismith comes on. Um, it is. No, wait, 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 wait. Leading that. I said, as Nasus was brought on, I said that'll be everyone's scapegoat if it goes downhill. And it was. If you listen to what people were saying, if you read social media, Nasus gets the grief. Did it come down his side? I don't think that was true grief. I think it was a bit of sarcasm. Mm. Oh, it was hatred. I thought thought Marshall played. Exceedingly well in goals, well, some what, great saves. What we're talking about, players who played well, who would you have as your man of the match from the full game? Uh, Marshall. Marshall, okay. Uh, old Adam? Um, Run here till. I'm going for Chelle Mulgrew. Mulgrew, the apprentice is back on tonight, come on. Young Adam? David Marshall. Marshall, Thorpey? No coverage, so no idea. I'm going to go for Charlie uh, as well. Um, what a player, what a sign. In fact, 
best sign of the summer. Player of the season. He's up there. He's up there. Um, so the second half, um, barely underway, barely returned to our seats. And, um, yeah, 1 0 down. Well, that's a game set of matches, isn't it, really? The, the, the only way we might have got away with it is if we'd nick one and held on. Mm. As soon as you go behind, you, you, can't push too, you can't push too far. We get picked off and get battered like Reading did last night. Yeah. Well, that's it. And I think Fulham now are a team that's gelling and coming to fruition um, for the season. Um, 2 0 win against us on Friday night, 4 1 win against Reading away from home. I, I tipped them to go up as uh, champions and I don't think they're going to be that far away. The only problem is uh, the dying fish is the manager, isn't it? You know, Scott Parker. Mm. Uh, I said that's the, probably the leveller because I think their personnel is probably the best in the championship but I don't think he's the um, the greatest coach. No. They've got, they've got the better coaches like Billich and, uh, and Bielsa. Is it a sister slice that? Oh no, that's a great stance for So, 1-0, uh, we're always in the game, we've always got a chance of getting back into it, um, not creating enough there, you know, five attempts. Uh-huh. And then, could see the second, game over. So that's nice on though, weren't yeah. it? You know. Yeah, it's a perfect time for you to maybe make your excuses to beat the traffic. Mm. We didn't get to it all. Get off underground. Um, yeah. 2-0. Uh, can you argue too much with that? Fair result, but I don't think there's I don't think there's a build up of lots of negatives after that game. I don't think that that game should change anybody should have changed anybody's view on on the manager. I just can't see what relevance the Fulham game was to uh, to Paul Cup being manager. But as usual, I think it's now people looking for excuses for me. They want for some reason they they've got it in their head that he has to go sort of pin it to anything. You, I, I know we were speaking off air and you had some conversations with people um, following the game on Friday night. What's 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 been said? Well, I just think that someone saying about the way the way that he was set up, one, um, which I think how many real clear cut chances did they have? I mean, he, Marshall played well, I admit, but he didn't Six. make yeah, but on target. Well, they're not necessarily clear clear cut chances. I thought we defended quite well. Uh, we we obviously got into some positions because we had the same amount of corners as, as them. For a team like us, if we're missing a couple of our stronger attacking players, we don't have enough cover. And I'm sure we'll go on to in, in a moment. Our best attacking player wasn't on the pitch in Windass. So yeah. for me, it wasn't an even contest. So I think we did the best we could with the personnel that we had. And that leads us nicely into. Um Last night's game against uh, Wednesday recording. Um, Tuesday night's game against Birmingham City, uh, the DW Stadium, where the game was uh, pretty much even, attempts even. We had three on target; they had zero. Uh, corners again, even fouls. They were quite dirty. No cards. Uh, an attendance of nine thousand two hundred and forty-four. Um, quite chilly last night. I don't know what everyone else thought, and. The score, William Athletic 1, Birmingham City 0, Anthony Pilkington with the goal on his return from injury. All there, what's everyone's thoughts? Three I, points. I like the way you just throw in the middle of all the match stuff out, you were a bit cold. freezing last night, I saw the weather forecast, went for an extra jumper and I was perfectly warm. Yeah. Well, my, my, my 
Legs were cool. Yeah, legs What a cool. British podcast this is. Now, before, yeah. before we dissect the game, <laughs> Barry, tell us about your sausage. Oh, did you, have your sausage? did you get your sausage out last night? Oh, right, yeah. I took the hot dogs last night and they made the hot dog debut. Um, I, w- I was wondering how, how I was going to get my hot dogs down, down and keep them warm. Uh, also, I, I like an onion with me hot dog, so that was another problem. Oh dear. So they decided to uh, take away. a big flask uh, with eight hot dogs in and two buns. Um, it's one of them flasks where you can unscrew the lid, uh, like, so it's a jar, shall we say, and then pour, pour the, the liquid out. So I thought I'll do that and just get rid of all the water. So um, I did, and I thought, thought it was empty. So I got me, me bun out my bike. <laughs> Fritting my hand, bearing in mind, it was like a, 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 a flow of molten lava for this scalding onion water going down the, the steps at the uh, DW Stadium. So I got, got my bun in my hand, uh, I thought I'll <laughs> set the lid off altogether, tip the flask, a uh, couple of hot dogs onto, onto the bun, and away I go. Uh, unfortunately, it, uh, only half the water had come out, <laughs> so I scalded my hand, the bun was wet through. And three torpedoes came out. <laughs> <laughs> One of them hit a bloke on the back. Never uh, seen anything like it. Uh, so how was your second attempt? Second attempt. By this stage, all the water had gone, so it was alright. So I got my other bun out, and uh, that was that was alright. <laughs> so it's a, it works then, does it? It does work, but I, I'd have to. I'm, I'm going to make some modifications. I'm going to put the hot dog in, in a tin. I'm going to make a tin oh, bottle bag. I was going to say, why well, don't? You know when you got your flask? Yeah. Why don't you drill some holes in your flask and the water come around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a, a tinfoil uh, bag pocket to stick them in. What, inside the flask? Yeah, and put a bit of string around. Why not scratch the flask? I thought it was only a cheap flask, so... Maybe if I suppose, I suppose it. if it's a, a metal flask, not it's a... It's anyway, it's full of bunions now. Yeah. It's a bunion. Stuck it in this flask last night, which... Yeah. If it's a metal flask, it'll work. Actually, I've got a metal flask if you're not bothered about it keeping them that warm. Well, no, not too warm, that's the idea. I took, I, the biggest success of the evening was uh, a squeezy bottle of tomato ketchup, which I put in a bag and took that one. So well, that would yeah, that like a treat, that won't it? got access to loads of missiles there, really. I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, that's going to come out like torpedoes, you've never seen anything like it. Yeah, but I, I mean, that's how he arrested for use of his sausages. Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, something like that where. You, you're doing nothing, no, no harm to anybody, nothing wrong. Nobody should put Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I was watching people skate on this uh, onion wall. <laughs> anyway. Four flights. So we're trying to ask now. Okay, sorry. M- moving on from Barry's stuff. But they, they will return the next cold day, whether it's on a, uh, a Saturday, Sunday, yeah. or a Tuesday or Wednesday. I have re-eaten spaghetti ball. Well, we have Saturday again on for a while. I just thought the club could make arrangements for you to be able to get round to the West End. I could do with uh, some... What about a Sunday sausage? Some first aid on, on, on my hand like this. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, Birmingham rolled into town. As we said, Anthony Pilkinson got the goal after the ball squirmed under Lee Camp. But let's look at the returning Josh Windass. What a difference he made last night. What a difference a Windass makes. He played a few belting balls through, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, Keeper were a bit flat on his heels last night, wasn't he? There's a couple of times he could have... And some, a couple of rebounds as well. I, uh, I, I think early, early doors, I thought we were, we were great for the first 20 minutes. Like mm. They didn't even get a sniff. And when they did, Marcy and Williams were just ratting them out. Well, how good is Williams? Speaking well, of well, great signing. He, he gave a few silly balls away last night, silly mistakes. But, but he, 
he gets back after it, doesn't he? Well, <coughs> usually he gave a silly mistake after he got it in the first place, and you think you just they just cut their mistakes out and you've got a cracker there well speaking of Williams being a, you know, a cracking signing Barry man of the match from last night oh, I don't know so for me it was between uh, I that's some more grew I thought more grew was excellent yes um, it's an answer I'll go with Das then Young Adam um, Nathan Byrne what oh we're going to get a variety here then yeah, that's what I'm saying. What? Because I've had to write another name on this piece of paper. When Paul. The, oh, sorry. You looked at me. And Sam Arthur. Give me. You give me a dummy now. Well, you're complaining because I give you an name. Yeah, I've had to write another one now. Um, Windass. Windass, and I've gone for Joe Williams again. Well, like that. Go, can, can we, we have a little that's... table up there next week, sir? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's all five of us picked a different fella from last night. No, because no, two, two people. Windass. Yeah. You pick Windass. Yeah. Right, anyway, so, Windass made a return, made a positive impact, um, Lee... You only come on for half an hour. Uh, Anthony Pilkington came on, um, got the goal, Lee Camp should have done better. And you know my highlight from last night, after we scored and everything, was Birmingham had a corner in front of their fans, there's a replay on the TV, and Lee Camp stood there watching it. <laughs> Priceless. Oh that TV has just paid for itself. Yeah. I mean, he made a couple of decent saves, didn't he, earlier on from uh, Windass? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you tell that goal, I've seen some Birmingham fans screaming about how they should have done with two or three, but I think possibly we should have already been two up by that stage. I mean, there was a, a great chance for Law not to score a ball across the front of the. I think Latic player got those four rushing in, yeah. weren't there? And then there was another chance where Camp actually dropped the ball at Jamal Lowe's feet and he, he sort of reacted a little bit slow to it. It's probably still the um, position, isn't it, that it's very difficult at this level to get one, but that, that player, he just seems to always be there, you know, for rebounds or crosses, you know that. Like a Will Grigg chat. Grigg was doing in League One, like a Grigg in League One, yeah. There's no, there's no doubt that last night's game wouldn't be first on uh, Quest, would it? Um, but uh, an important win. For us, nevertheless, performance uh, again. No, that's not. I don't want me to over negative. I think we've, we've played three home games, not conceded a goal. I thought Robinson played well again. Yeah, I think he, he made one or two very done, useful done interceptions done. and challenges, didn't he? Yeah. Well, we've got we've got a little feature coming up later on where we can um, have a have a discussion of that. Uh, it's on the agenda um, about something a bit later on. But all in all, a one nil home win, um, three points. We're nine points off first place. Uh, before game starts on Wednesday, it's not too bad. Are we also nine points off the bottom. Yeah, well, we're, not, we're the same nine points off the top as what we were last week. It could, <laughs> it could be worse. It could be Stoke. We could be Stoke. Yeah, we're keeping track with the leaders. Has he gone? Has Stoke set Not, not as of yet. No. Right, we have some questions. Dampier says, "Who is our early contenders for the Player of the Year?" Oh. Vote? Dampu won the competition last week. It, it is yeah. early, early, isn't it? Purely. Purely. Mulgrew, I think, it's got to be in a shout because yeah, of the difference he's made already. He brought a bit of quality to the yeah. second defence, don't Williams. So, I think. And provided um, set pieces. Yeah. Goals from set pieces. Yeah. 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 Uh, like I said, Williams is up there. Marshall's coming good. Dunkley. 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 Dunk
think so. I think for consistency, for me, would be Williams. I think he just just edges it over four or five other contenders. Just just that he. he I can't remember him having a bad game, and I remember him having a couple of exceptional games. Yeah. So that's what I'm basing it on. Was he this good last season for Bolton? I don't. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Um, I think he probably had it a bit rough last season. I know they were a poor side, but yeah. I mean, sometimes a like a some just stand out in a poor side, won't they? I think he was well, really. You know, he's he's, he's very much. You can tell he's a hard working player, can't kind of, you? Know, I think mm. that's what a lot of. The, Bolton fans and I think my dad said he's he's always worked hard and puts a tackle in but I think you know it's a confidence game as well isn't it really mm. so when you're in a team that's struggling and there's all the off the pitch issues as well I don't think it's a, a fair judgement on how anyone would yeah. do no what is he 21 or 22 22 I think 22 paid a million for him great signing yeah, I mean, you beat him on your back a more I mean, now. You double you that. Say that you know, people say that the games won and lost in the midfield, midfield winning the midfield battle. Mm. When you got more Sam Williams in there, it's, you know, you, you give yourself a good chance, don't you? Yeah, I agree though. Well, it's just interestingly, on that, we've, we've mentioned a few though. I think we mentioned uh, Williams, Marshall, Mulgrew, and three or four weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago on the podcast, and there were people going on about all these new signings are crap. Not us, but the mm. questions were coming in saying mm. he's not improved it or anything, and, and I think we all pretty much said we've got to give him a bit of time. Yeah, and it's proven even even I can, he's not there yet, but I'm seeing little glimpses from Law that I, I'm not sure whether he w- we'll see maybe until after Christmas. For him. but I, he's got he's got bits, hasn't he? he, he he's doing bits. Yeah, there was one. There was a back foot drag. That he took in the second half. Yeah, into the box. That, yeah. Into the box. That was a brilliant piece of skill. Yeah. And, and we've got a lad that was signed uh, who's injured and he's highly rested as well. You know, they're raving about. Tom Pierce. Tom Pierce. Mm. Well, yeah. I, th- I think I think he getting in for it is crucial because for me, Ro- Robinson, the, the the type of game he plays, uh, he's not a forty. I can't see him being a forty-six game a season player. Who's Robinson? Yeah, I just think because he's up and down. He might, I, I'm not sure. How much, it'd be interesting to see how many sort of yards they cover in the game or meters, yards, meters. It's quite. It's a very athletic lad, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's very. But well, you won't. You won't want to pin 46 games on him, would you? He's a special butcher's dog, isn't it? Right, Kieran Crompton asks, oh. and this is quick fire, so I'm going to go round for everyone. So, so Barry, we get Paulo Windas. Windas. Adam Windas. Adam. Windows. Paul. Uh, Powell. Powell. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I, that's three one to Windows. Windows has still got it. Today. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. We'll discuss it then. Mossy or Williams? Williams. 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 Mossy. 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 Um. Okay. Um. Massy or Low? Massy. Massy. Low. Massey. Okay. Um, now the last one: Green Arches or Galloways? Galloways. Galloways. Galloways is crack. What? Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. Oh. Did you hear that? Yeah, get him out. Get him, out. <laughs> get him off the field. Yeah. I you tell you, it's diabolical. <laughs> I can't speak either. There, to be fair. Well, you yeah, can get out yeah, as well. No Galloways. You're taking Green Arches, aren't yeah. you? I think I took Ivor in every single buddy. Yeah. Question asked. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. Well, it's good. 
Yeah. Don't Adam, you want to say that? Just those five. Cold custard or warm custard? Was that on there? Yeah, that was yeah. brought in by someone else who we don't. Uh, oh. We'll just start scrolling the table and see. Neither. Get out. Warm custard all day long. Cold. Nah. What? <laughs> Not, I don't want custard. Cold custard's not right. Uh, warm custard. Oh. There you are, warm custard. Yeah. More effort, Bob. Alright, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Smart asks. Smart Thomas Smart asks. Do we drop more for Sheffield Wednesday? More? How many more? Less, I'd say. I'd drop less. I'd say I'd go on, huh? I would, yeah. Mm. But I'll, I'm not going to fan so I'm a bit biased though, but I'll start it. He's a proper shit out tonight. I love him. Yeah. I love him. Well, come on, he won two free kicks in two minutes. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. yeah. He won one free kicks. He won one right at the end as well, where you just think, you know, that bit where you like, don't give him a chance and bang free kick. That'll do you think. Yeah. Game, game over. But he's not a big lad, is he? He's not tall. He's. No. He's what? He's what? By him, he's, he's, he's more of a winner, a winner of free kicks, and he, he struggles to, because of his sight to do the click-ons that more. Yeah. Does. I think what? we should. I think we should uh, mix it up a bit this weekend and go like more and Garner up front and just play direct because yeah. we might as well. Wait yeah. for all. Let's try. I think we're more likely to get a goal out of Garner than Mua. Well, I Mua, Mua. Looking at last night, talking, talking four, about four, the rest. England. Like that's it over there. We're gonna gonna play what? four four into. Can I can I bring us back to football? Come on, come on then. That was um, Moore was winning a lot. There was, there was one particular ball where Moore won the header, and Massey was playing in midfield, not getting. If he'd have gone forward, and with a positive mindset, he'd have got the ball. And I think that's where we were lacking. You know this no chances nonsense from Fulham. Yeah. I think that's where the problem lies. Right. So, so in 69 minutes he won the ball. Once. No, no, he didn't, he didn't win the ball once. He won oh. the ball a few times. Gentlemen, oh, can I answer? They were picking up the, the no, second. We've got, got another one that may, that may allow us to answer. Harvey asks, to hoof Who or does? not Harvey? To hoof or not to hoof? Both. Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to know when to do it and when not to do it. I agree. I agree, I agree with his straight choice between the two. You don't want to be watching tennis. You don't want to be watching Poolist, do you, but. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be watching Clamity's It's like the oh, thing, still. will we attack, we're just going over the lines, we attack, I'd like us to, to play little triangles in the centre of the field. We did a little bit more last night with Windass, didn't we, we with him yeah. playing little, him and Lord had a couple of... And we created chances off it, didn't we? So I think we're, we're, we're looking a lot better. Alan Wilkinson asks, who do we drop to fit in Evans slash Pilkington? Whoever's playing back, well, no Pilkington's one, a no one for me. I think that that team that started yeah. last night is uh, the best team we've got. You could you could throw Evans in there and set in the second half of a game to hold the midfield oh. and take off whoever's playing bad. Not hundred percent on. I, I still I think there's War a, Pilkington. I think I think Pilkington and Windass are a good two talented team at the same time. Tandem, yeah. Yeah, it proved, isn't it? It proved. They're both creative and they link up. We're well. getting to the point where we've got a squad of spare players that you start asking the question, they're good enough to get in the first team. Why are they not getting a game? Because the other players are doing well. Yeah, yeah you need a squad. We, we, it's, just, it's just starting to bubble yeah. up nicely for me. If we have a first 11, we're in trouble. Okay. But I've not it's seen the away games, and that's the, that's the huge caveat on that. I've only seen home games. Never let us down, did he, last season, but 
to me, Gary Roberts, I'll come yeah. to without you. Never let us down last season, but I can't see him at the moment getting near the league team. And that, that, I'm not saying he let us down, but even if, I, don't, I don't think he ain't, uh, expected himself no, he knows. to get the games. That he, he knows he why he's here, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's 53. He's there. Gary's, Gary don't listen to them. He's the eyes and ears, isn't he? No, well. he's, a, I'm, I'm, I'm he's a great pro, and you know, if he comes in, he'll, he'll play a good game. Friend of the podcast. Right, um, just away from football for a moment. Um, on Friday, it was McMillan Coffee Morning. Um, three of us attended the one at uh, the DW Stadium, so it hosted there, by and somebody's mother was there as well. Yes, and granddad. Yes, yeah, granddad won uh, grandma soft toy. Yeah, hosted um, yeah, by Julian. Julian Lavin. Um, it was uh, we turned up a little bit late, didn't we? we, we did. uh, I got some bad information. Yes, um, good events, uh, plenty uh, going on. Great option here. Nice, nice to spot them. Uh, and chocolates, didn't they? How many people were there? Uh, well, we got, like I say, we got there late. There was still a good yeah, 20, 20 so yeah. when we were there, yeah. which was towards the end. But they made over 500 quid. Yeah, they broke... 570, was it? They broke last year's um, total, so well done to everyone involved, um, all for a great cause. And uh, it was lovely just having a chat, sitting chatting to people um, before they went. Some of them were on the way down to uh, Fulham. They were going to get the coach and head down to Fulham. Right, um... Following on for that, we had a competition with Bands FC last week to um, win some prints by the Lathams and the Verve. Uh, well, in the style of Wigan Athletic Badges. The winner of the Lathams was Will McGarrigan, um, and the winner of the Verve was Bailey Turnbull. Was or is? It is, is. Bailey <laughs> Turnbull. It was him, but we took it off um, <laughs> details of Their details have been passed on to Bands FC, who will make uh, direct contact. Um, and we'll be look, looking to run some more competitions so near Christmas time. What's the names again, yeah. It's Will McCarrigan and Bailey Turnbull. Well done to those. You're only asking because yeah. I've scratched them out, so you see if I can read it. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Right then. We always get winners on our comps, don't we? So that's excellent. So, yeah. two great competitions earned, uh, last week and this week. Yeah, and I think we have to say so thank you to the two um, people. You know, organisations that have donated Oldest prizes, yeah, yeah, and uh, Bands FC who didn't donated prizes to us. Yeah, and uh, uh, just to remind people, if they want one of them ghost prints, uh, the Subutio Latex, there's a code to use. I, I got my lad one for his uh, birthday, a surprise for him. Uh, it's not come yet, but does he use the code? Not surprised. Well, he's a little bit. He said he's enough for my voice without listening to this. Uh, latex, all in capitals, uppercase, Latex. 30. 30 and you get 30% off yeah, so, so uh, very nice of them pays for the postage at least doesn't it yeah. yeah right then on to the next item on the agenda first names on the team sheet let's work from front to back goalkeeper <gasps> David Marshall <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I, I put this on <laughs> without <laughs> thinking <laughs> about this <laughs> is uh, is, is the, at this stage even at this early stage is the <laughs> names that uh, like so it's guaranteed to be on there every yeah. week. Obviously, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Uh, Defence, you'd Matt have. Fall's getting there, isn't Charlie Mulgrew. <coughs> Mulgrew, Dunkley, and Robinson for me would be. No, I, thought, I wouldn't say Dun- Dunkley is a. I think he's the one over one. He's a goal scorer. Who's better than him at the minute then? Who's shown you this season that they're better than Dunkley? Uh, no, he's on form. He's the, but So he's the first name on the team sheet then, if no one's shown you any well, better. On that basis, though. In all fairness, the team that, because we had some injuries going into this, what I see has re- been a reasonable run of the last four or five games in performance and results terms, 
and um, Windass came into the team because he's one of our best players. But the players who are, he's been picking it is because they're on form. They've been the best players on form, so it's hard to say at the Pil- moment. Pilkinson's been out, hasn't he? Yeah, but in. it's hard. It's, it's hard to say based on that form. Our best, our best spell has been. But the it's last not one. who's the best. It's it's who's, who's the first team. Who's well, the yeah, the, the question to be yeah. in terms of who you'd play for Saturday. I, I might tweak it, freshen it up from make one change. No, no. The, the, well, the, the question, question is, is the first names on the who's team. Who's the first sheet. names on your team sheet? So it's not asking for an eleven. It's asking you. For me, I'd, I, this is how I go. First names: Mulgrew, Dunkley, Robinson, Williams, Marshall. So that would have been the yeah. first names, and then from there, I'd work out the rest of the team. From I, I, what about your captain? Well, I've said the first names. Then would be the first names. I put. I pick. If 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 I had to pick either Williams or Marshall, I'll be honest with you. I pick Williams at this stage. Mulgrew's a more captain. energy. Mulgrew's a captain if you need one. And Mulgrew, yeah. Well, I, I would. No, no. I meant why are we not picking Sam Morrison? Yeah, that's well, that's yeah, right. You've got to go in that, some that, order, that, though, yeah. haven't you? If you yeah. pick, if you say names, you've got to start some. You'd yeah. have him in your first eleven. You work for him. Yeah, back yeah. Front, not front to back, like Sam. David, David. Well, that's it. When we get to start looking at the front, that's when you start having your way things up. I'm a I prefer Garner over Moore, but there might be times when I think a Garnerian. So yeah. well, let's let's go, Barry. Then your first your first names on the team sheet. Name on name. Mulgrew, Marshall, Dunkley, Robinson, Williams. Okay, Adam. First That's names. Five. First names on well, the no, team. Well, no, you might only have three. You, you can have eleven. Only eleven. <laughs> right. Um, you can so, only have one first name on so the team sheet. Names. Yeah, we can't write three at the same time, can you? Right. Let's write one before other two. <sighs> Marshall, Mulgrew, Windass, Williams. Robinson. Okay, you'll know them. Same as that. Alright, nice and easy. Paul? I'd rather back five. Keeper at back four. Just purely because he'd work back to front. They're all cementing the places at the moment. Mm. Bosh, bosh, bosh. <laughs> I'd go with you, Barry, and I'd, I'd stick Windass in as well. Mm. Um, the, the only thing is, there's no pressure on Nathan Byrne at the moment, is it? Because they're the, the right back spot. So I think he, he fills that. Also, left back spot as well, because we've. Mind you, Danny Fox could play left back, couldn't yeah. he? Uh, Not fun. I tell you what, who picked, who predicted the starting eleven last night for the game on the uh, Twitter? The Progress of Unity podcast Twitter media manager. That's run by Barry, isn't it? Blackie. <laughs> Simon. I have, I have to say, what there was a comment. Pre, I was having a pre-match meal and. Gaz, who goes to the away games with me, said, uh, well done to the Progress with Unity podcast, they got it spot on. So there was a... Uh, Bit of inside information, no doubt. ITK. Um, would, you may have realised over the last few weeks that we've been a member down, um, Aaron has had to mutually terminate his contract with the Progress with Unity podcast. Going full time's not what people think. Yeah, so he's having to pursue... Uh, other avenues and other opportunities. Um, so we'd like to, I uh, think on behalf of everyone, we'd like to thank Aaron for his contribution. He's gone to the Berry podcast, haven't he? <laughs> Let's thank, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, yeah, and he's welcome back um, whenever. Just drop us a message, Aaron, and we'll have you back yeah. on. Um, Is it Aaron or Aaron? Aaron. Um, I'm looking forward to giving driving lessons, so if you'd like any driving lessons, anyone out there, Wigan Driving School is your friendly local driving school. Yeah, just like to say, if anybody's got any spare cash, uh, I could do with some, so, you know, Barry, he's your friendly uh, donatee, is that right? Cash recipient. 
Yeah, thank you, Paul. My charity case. My charity case. My suit's getting a bit tight for me as well, so I need a new suit. You're a stoppy suit. Yeah, for everybody. No, blame it on the goat. The goat. Yeah. Right then, Sheffield Wednesday. We're taking we're taking a trip over to Sheffield to Hillsborough. And we're taking on Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Snake Pass or Woodhead Pass. Woodhead Pass for me. That's where I'll be going. Woodhead Pass, drop in, turn right, jobs are good. Um, Before we start talking about Sheffield Wednesday, should we have a listen to Adam? I know we've had a lot of listening to Adam tonight. With um, especially with the two of us, went with um, with his friend Kev. Um, So, and his Twitter handle is at Kev Sports Law. Good evening, guys. This is Kevin Carpenter. Thanks again for uh, the invite to come on the podcast ahead of uh, Saturday's game at Hillsborough and to give the Sheffield Wednesday perspective. Hope you're all well. Um, yeah, it's been a it's, it's been an interesting start to the season for Sheffield Wednesday, to put it mildly. Um, obviously, we thought with the manager situation, uh, we were all very positive towards the end of last year after Steve Bruce had come in and we just missed out on the playoffs um, and all was looking healthy and uh, he made a few signings and uh, the club was full of optimism in the fan base and then all of a sudden of course he up sticks and went to Newcastle in fairly acrimonious circumstances um, which means we were left with um, our usual caretaker club legend Lee Bullen who was in charge up until the international break um, and he had some decent results, but I think we, um, the chairman, kind of realised that uh, we needed we needed a manager, uh, sort of a more experienced manager, uh, given that we have a, uh, a a squad full of experience, really, and it's quite. Um, I think we've got one of the highest average ages of any squad in the championship, and a lot of these players are going to be out of contract in the next couple of seasons, so. It's kind of a we need to perform now kind of situation. And various names were thrown around. I think everyone, a lot of Wednesday fans wanted a more sort of longer term appointment, someone who would build a bit of a, you know, want to stay for a long tenure. Um, Danny Cowley was mentioned, who obviously went to Huddersfield in the end. Um, And then various others, kind of the usual managerial merry-go-round was put forward. Uh, names that you'll be familiar with, like um, Pulis and various others. So, um, after Steve Bruce has uh, sort of walk out and something that I know as Wigan Wigan fans, you've also experienced. Um, the chairman acted swiftly and appointed Gary Monk, who, of course, has managed a number of Championship clubs and also managed in the Premier League. Um, comes with a bit of baggage it seems, from his time at Birmingham in particular, uh, in terms of some transfer dealings, but uh, we'll we'll sort of leave that one there. You can have a Google and have a look yourself. Um, So I think the fan base was largely mixed when it was announced he was coming in, but but including myself, I I wasn't um, completely enamoured with Monk, but I, I, I was happier to have him than have the Cowley brothers, really. So he's come in. Uh, we've had a sort of a mixed bag of results since he came in. He um, expectations are very high in the fan base. Even when after Bruce went, um, I think a lot of people expect us to be a minimum of the playoffs. 
again, which I think in the championship is always a very tough thing to expect. Um, but we do have a big wage bill and a decent sized squad. So I think that's where the sort of expectation comes from. Uh, and obviously we're sitting pretty well in the table at the moment, even despite last night's defeat. Um, everything Gary Monk said since he came into the club uh, has been very well received, I think, by the fans. He's, and the, all the players seem to be speaking highly of him early on in the season. He seems to have given them a clear uh, expectations as to what he wants from them and the, how he wants to play, which I don't think was necessarily there. Um, with some of the managers we've had in the past couple of seasons. And therefore, um, everybody seems pretty positive. Certainly, uh, in terms of performance under Monk, of course, the highlight would probably have to be the win at the weekend on Saturday when we were 4-1 up at Middlesbrough after about 35 minutes. And then instantly, as has kind of been the case this season with defeats to teams like QPR at home, um, and Preston away, we we came down to earth with a bit of a bit of a bump last night at Hull, uh, losing one nil. So it kind of feels as though it's we're stuttering. Uh, I think it's fair to say so far, um, but I, I mean we're still we're still in the hunt, sort of uh, in the top half as of as of tonight. So it's not all. Um, it's certainly not all doom and gloom, and. Um, yeah, I'm I'm fairly optimistic. I think about the um, about Gary Monk and how he's how he's started. As for what to expect at the weekend from us as a team, um, one of the biggest problems, well, our, our two main attacking players, you'll not be surprised here. One is Barry Bannon in midfield, who really makes the whole team tick from a, an attacking perspective, um, and then really the key man. Um, has been Stephen Fletcher. Now, a man who's obviously been around a fair while, he's he's coming sort of into the twilight years of his career, but he's never looked more threatening and he's never looked fitter, I don't think, really. And I was never a fan of his until he joined two or three seasons ago. But certainly without him, the other four strikers we have, including Jordan Rhodes and famously uh, our big big Dave uh, Atianuia, the cost of an international we look pretty insipid going forward when Fletcher didn't doesn't play and he didn't play last night due to a to a knock. So we'd we'd really hope he'd be fit for the weekend. The other attacking threat to look out for and one of our summer signings is on the left wing, uh, Kadeem Harris, who we signed from Cardiff City. Uh, very pacey winger, likes getting to the byline, likes beating a man, sort of old fashioned winger type. Um, other summer signings we've had, Jacob Murphy from QPR on the other wing hasn't really done the business apart from a goal with his first touch in the first home game I went to when we played Barnsley, but he's not really pushed on from there. Um, and then in defence, obviously uh, another signing which is that Steve Bruce made and we're not quite sure because there isn't a clear sort of... Um, sort of director of football, sort of transfer policy. Uh, but a guy from Germany called Julian Berner at centre-half has quickly become a fan's favourite after we lost Michael Hector, uh, who was on loan last season, who's now going to... I think he's joining Fulham in January. So, and of course, we have Kieran Westwood in goal, who's still one of the better championship goalkeepers. 
So that's uh, that's the things to look out for in terms of the team. I think when it comes to Saturday's game, um, we haven't been very good at keeping clean sheets recently, so I, w- I would expect um, Wigan to have chances. Um, but also, and again, this is kind of predicated on Fletcher being fit. If he is, uh, I'd expect us to to score a couple. So I'm going to make a, a prediction of a, I'm going to say a 3-1 to Wednesday at the weekend. Unfortunately, I won't be there myself this time. Um, but I understand Adam's going along and uh, hopefully a few others of you are making their way across the Pennines. So I hope you have a have a good trip over and it's an enjoyable game. And uh, yeah, thanks again for having me on and I hope to be on later in the season for the reverse fixture. Take care, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Adam? Excellent perspective. The only thing you got wrong was the fact that he predicted that there were actually going to be four goals in this game. 3-1 <laughs> win to Wednesday. If it's anything like last season, we're lucky to see more than a goal. Well, the, the referee in charge is Lee Mason from Baton. Well, he's Premier. Yeah, he's well, not on Saturday. He's refereed five <laughs> games, issued fifteen yellows and one red. He, he did the checking uh, acid game last weekend. He last refereed Boxing Day 2012 away at Everton in the Premier League. Right, he last refereed a two-one two defeat. Um, <laughs> for us. I remember that game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Jordi Gomez got kicked out. I remember him getting credited off Martinez when we won at Anfield. He ref though. It was the blow up Jordi Gomez. He got kicked out. He was he was being a bit rude. Previously, we played uh, Sheffield Wednesday ten times. We've won four, drawn none, and lost six. Do you remember the first time we played them? Nineteen seventy-eight, seven. Nineteen seventy-seven, FA Cup. I thought it no, we, we played uh, Birmingham in 1978 oh. in January. We played them in November. Morris Whittle. Morris Whittle free kick. I was playing myself like this, so I went to the game. Oh, with a big team with Morris Whittle. Yeah. Uh, Jack Charlton was the manager. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, so I'd receive that, because that day we played against, uh, do you remember Ben Kay played for the Latics? Yeah. His dad Paul Kay were playing against us. And right. He said, oh, I thought you'd have been at Latics today, Barry. I said, no, Barry. I'm playing myself. Right, oh, we're going to, we're going to bring it, we're going to bring it all into the modern day, colour TVs and all that. I'd receive Saturday going Barry. Um, well, I'm a little bit, to be honest with you, I'm a little bit more optimistic, uh, now we've got a few players coming back. Um, and I think Sheffield Wednesday will be expecting us to just roll over. So, and I know Kev predicted a 3-1. But I think he might be a little bit shocked. I, think, I actually think we're going to do them. Fletcher always scores against us, doesn't he? He's, uh, as, as Kev said that he's a 50-50. He didn't play last night against Hull, so that'd be great news for us if he doesn't yeah, play. Yeah, but he, he, even if he's on bench and they bring him on, he'd still bang one in. So I, I'm, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Latics win. We're trying to score for them. Paul? Shared on big balls for us. Paul? From Charlie Mulberry free kick. One nil to us, it's, it pulls down and it gets called off. Yeah. Adam? Uh, oh, just on that note, can I, can I interrupt by just crediting our ground staff? Because of all the rain we've had in the last few days, in previous years, that pitch was a mess last night. And it held up superbly under those conditions. Up the Tix Groundsman. Up the Tix Groundsman, yeah, indeed. Adam? Um, fancy us to nick a 2 1 away victory on this one. Uh, I can see Pilkinson scoring again. And I can also see Lowe getting off the mark. 
so that's my uh, prediction. I'm going to stick with you on that 2-1 as well, I fancy a 2-1. Uh, three of us gone for a 2-1. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, are you uh, making the trip? 50-50. He's making the trip. Is <laughs> <laughs> there any beer? Um, 50 quid a pop though. I think one more I think I'd be happy with that I'd take a point oh, I'd take a point but I, I, do you know what I've just got that feeling we're going to nick I it I think they're a good side Sheffield Wednesday yeah, yeah. I, like, I like Bannon I think Bannon's an excellent yeah. player at this level and, and I like, they've, they've just got they've, they've got that new signing on the wing who's been decent for them as well David I think Jones he's still there Chris Waddle what do you think of Monk yeah well Kev, Kev was saying that he's been one of them who's travelled a bit around the championship and uh, I don't know he seems to fall out with owners a lot I don't know if it, is it always the owners fault it, well look at the clubs he's been with and you might think it is you know, Birmingham and Leeds for, for example does he go to them clubs though for some because he, he's now gone to another one who the, you wouldn't <laughs> say they were secure owners no. would you no so, uh, but his record's decent though isn't it if you're just looking at me on the pitch he's He's probably a top eight, top eight manager. Uh, Swansea, didn't he? Uh, Swansea. You know, I, with Birmingham, with what he had, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So uh, we've just got to get rid of this away hoodoo, haven't we? Absolutely. Yeah. The sooner we get that, victory. do do that. Then suddenly you're on the back of two wins, and yeah, it's like Keith Moore, isn't it? The sooner he gets his goal as well. From running. Yeah. Yeah. But his head's not dropping, though, is it? First play, he, he's not no. decent still. Well, he says not dropping, but you, you, just, you need that. Remember Jason Scotland when he came and because it, that goal never came did it, until Fulham away. Notts County away in the FA Cup. Well, yeah. I know what you mean because with a striker, I think it, it almost becomes a bit of a like a joke, doesn't it? After mm. what, what was that <laughs> Premier League player, Akin Akin Bayou, was it? He did score for about forty-two Premier, League, and it just, <laughs> it, it's become a bit of a, mm. a striker who doesn't score in that many games, so. But in terms of his all-round game, I've been pleased with him, to be fair. I think he's done well. Yeah. Has anyone else got anything to mention on the Sheffield Wednesday game? Uh, I bet price is a steeper, always steeper at Hillsborough, aren't they? Yeah. I forgot to ask Kev about that, to be honest. Oh, but no. He's not going anywhere, so... I mean, there was a bit of a protest at Tottenham, weren't there, last night, with the Bayern fans saying 20's plenty. Uh, you know, there. I mean, it's, it's right, it's just... Just, I mean, we've had this they got the money left, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Football without fans is nothing. Six quid a goal or something. Um, anyone else got anything they want to bring to the table before we wrap up tonight's episode? What's big game Saturday? Last one before the international, is it? International break? Yeah. Yep. And then we're back for a couple of weeks and it's internationals again in November. Yeah, uh, it's a bit stop starting at this time yeah. of year. Sequence season. of matches now. I think if we look at these next few games, we've got Wednesday and then we've got Forest, Bristol City. Uh, have we got Swansea in there? Derby. Derby, Stoke. Away. I can't believe that we could be going to Stoke in November with them bottom of the league. There's every chance that that might be the case. You're just like, you wouldn't. For yeah. The team that they've got. Right then, so if there's nothing else to bring to the table, it's a uh, good night for me. Good night. Good night. Up the ticks.